Welcome to season three of The Short Score, the Team Roping Journal's weekly news update show, where you can find the latest on the sports leaders from the jackpot world of the USTRC and the World Series of Team Roping to the pro rodeo ranks. I'm Chelsea Schaefer. And I'm Caitlin Gustav. And we'll be your hosts. Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the short score. Here we are again. Two weeks in a row. Look at us go. <sighs> Proud of us. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. Being successful. <laughs> we are. Um, we are here. We're working on so many different things right now. It's kind of hard sometimes to take a break and just talk to you guys about everything that we're doing, but it's it's not worth it, darn, if I don't tell you all, all the good things that are happening in the team roping world, because that's quite literally our job. Um, so we're going to take a break from the middle of all kinds of chaos that we have going on on our computer screens in front of us and talk to you about who's winning what, what changes are happening in the world standings, what changes are happening in some notable circuit standings, the Resist All Rookie Race, and then we're going to talk about the U.S. Finals because that's the next huge event that's on our schedule that we are so very much looking forward to. So Definitely. Big winners over the weekend were... Well, actually, the big winners were Jeff Flanagan and Tyler Worley. Mm-hmm. They earned over twelve thousand dollars. Good for them. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know if you saw it, but they won Dodge City. They tied Nick Sartain and Blaine Vick at Dodge City with. Uh, they were eighteen one on three head, mm-hmm. and that paid uh, four thousand seven hundred sixty six dollars. And they also won Phillipsburg, Kansas, with a 4.8-second run, which paid a little over 5000 They placed in the rounds at Dodge City, you know, got some round money. So those were the big, big winners yeah. over the weekend. Now they're up both in the top 15 now, mm-hmm. which yeah. is huge. Jeff is 12th, and Tyler is 10th, so that's awesome. Next on the list is Chad Masters and Wesley Thorpe, and I talked to Wesley um, about their win, and he said, you know, this next week in Pro Rodeo is probably the last big week, Then it's, it's going to kind of dying mm-hmm. down, yeah, so, which is insane. But Chad and Wesley, they earned over 8000 over the weekend. They hit big in Iowa. They won Iowa's championship rodeo in Sydney with a 4.2. And then they tied Colby Lovell and Paul Eves for first at the Carson Community Rodeo with a 4.3. And then they also ended up placing in Burlington, Colorado with a 5.4 second run. So they had a pretty good weekend in pro rodeo. I know Wesley was kind of saying that because I asked, you know, I asked him where he was kind of at right in the standings around this time mm-hmm. last year. And he said it was about the same where when he was roping with Cody Snow in 2019, they were around the bubble. And that's exactly where Chad and Wesley were before this weekend. Mm-hmm. And so now they're sitting pretty, pretty good in the standings at 10th and 11th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, and they've got, Wesley's got 36,000, one almost 37,000. So what a weird time. I know the number 15 man is Trey Yates. He's got 32-1, which usually that's like not, that $4,000 difference is no big deal this yeah. time of year. Shoot, we're we're here in the beginning of August. There mm-hmm. should be two months left of rodeos, but there's not. So yeah. so it's kind of a anybody's ball game at this point. But if you're in, you're kind of in right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I know like the healers... As much as the headers are trying to make it, the healers are trying to make it. Um, if you read the story about Wesley and 
Chad, Wesley kind of talks about how it's the headers game this mm -hmm. year. Um, it's tough to be a header. The scores are longer. The cattle it is taking a good draw this year. Mm -hmm. um, he said it's all on the headers this year, and the healers just have to catch. But yeah, in in a sense, yeah. Our our, um, our podcast this week is with Caesar De La Cruz, and you know Caesar. It's it's August third, and as I talked to Caesar, he's getting ready to just kind of gear up his roping lessons mm -hmm. and head home for the summer. And by head home, I mean just not rodeo because he's mm -hmm. going to be all around teaching roping lessons. And he talks about that, what pressure it is for, especially some of these young headers, to go out there and just try to knock the barrier back, like mm -hmm. just really be in it. You have to be four on long scores in a lot of places. It's, it's harder than it's ever been. It's funny, if you look at the top guys in the world on the head side, it's Luke Brown, Clay Smith, Dustin Egeskiza, Colby Lovell, Charlie Crawford, Clay Tryon, Cody Snow, and Colt Schmidt. That's the top eight. Those guys are all veterans. Mm -hmm. There's not anybody that's, I mean, no offense, Dustin Egeskiza and Cody Snow and Colt Schmidt, you guys aren't really young guns anymore. Um, <laughs> those, are, those are all guys with tons of experience who have been to the finals. I said I, when Caesar and I were talking, man, I would not want to be um, one of these young guys with somebody hungry like mm -hmm. Caleb Driggers, Brenton Hall, Coleman Proctor coming up outside of the top 20, so or outside of the top 15. So it's going to be tough as we see this season kind of end. Uh, Nelson Wyatt, though, he's hanging in there at number mm -hmm. nine, uh, which is awesome for Nelson. He had a good good winner, and it's just kind of chipping away at him, so it's exciting to see. Yeah, you know, it's hard with even with all those hungry guys that are around the 15th spot in the standings on heading and healing. It's hard for anyone right now if you're going for your circuit or not, mm -hmm. whatever you're doing, because... All these guys are entered everywhere. Like, I know we've talked about that before. It's insane right now. This yeah. this year is insane. Yeah. And speaking of guys that are everywhere, Jade Corkill is doing Jade Corkill things and mm -hmm. is now first in the world. He's kind of, he's overtaken Joseph Harrison for the number one spot in the healing. Yeah, by just a few thousand right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Joseph, if he hits a few, he might get back up there. And, you know, I hope Joseph does good. Mm-hmm. I don't wish bad upon anyone, uh, but it's awesome to kind of see a leaderboard change yeah, right now. While. It's been a long while. <laughs> Usually it's like every other week we're kind of like, oh, look, look, look who's leading Since it. March. Since the first of March. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> not that we don't want Joseph to be first in the world, but there's a change. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, get, glad to see Jade up there. Now, awesome. we were talking about circuit stuff. Oh, yeah. And circuit stuff is super tricky right now. We're obviously going to pay a lot of attention to the Mountain State Circuit because that's where we are sitting smack in the middle of. Yep. What on earth is going on with the Johnson boys and <laughs> Caleb Driggers and Corey Petska? I don't know, but I know if you guys wait a little bit this week, I'm we're going to we'll have a story out. about it. We're going to figure it out. But I know I saw the day sheets, and I saw it was Caleb Driggers heading for Carson Johnson, and... Kellen Johnson heading for Corey Petska, and I was like, what in the world? Like, did PRCA get it wrong? Like, I didn't want to, like, say they do their jobs bad, but I was so confused, and, like, somehow there's a mix-up, and I texted Kellen because I was, I needed mm -hmm. to know, and he's like, nope, we switched for two rodeos, just mixing it up. I'm like, oh, great, this is, this might be worth the story. He's uh -huh. like, I think it is. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I <laughs> yeah. mean, if Kellen and Carson Johnson needed circuit money, they got, they got it. it. They got it this weekend um, with the help of Caleb Driggers and Corey Petska. Yeah. So, K 
Kellen Johnson and Corey Petzko won Burlington, Colorado, one of my favorite rodeos way out there by the Kansas line. 4-4, 2200 bucks out of that one. And Caleb Driggers and Carson Johnson won Castle Rock, Colorado, just right down the road south of Denver. They won 2600 there. So they were 4-7. That, I mean, I guess if you were going to play a switcheroo with any team, that would be the that team would to do be it. it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. We're going to have a story about that up on our website later this week. All right. Um, and then we, I love the Resist All Rookie Race. That's mm -hmm. such an important thing that we do every year as we cover it. Caitlin, what's going on there? A big winner that I saw, just looking at the standings briefly, you know, that Coy Rollum, he's from Missouri. He placed fifth at Dodge City in the average with Ryan Von on with 28.4 seconds on three head, and that paid a little over 2000 and they also placed fifth in the final round, Dodge City, Kansas, and then they also placed fourth at Sac City, Iowa with a 5.1 second run, so... Koi was the big resist all winner. He's popped up to third in the resist all rookie race. He was around, I think, eighth mm -hmm. before this weekend, so that's awesome for him. And those were probably good wins in the circuit for Ryan Bonnot. I'm not mm -hmm. sure if Dodge City was co-approved with the Great Lakes circuit mm -hmm. that Ryan probably ropes in. I haven't figured out which circuit Ryan declared this year, but I would guess it's the Great Lakes <laughs> circuit. So anyways, that's probably good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a few other rookies that placed during the weekend. That Clay Fertrell, we had a story about him last week. He hit a few places. Eddie Medina, he placed a few. And Britt Smith. Um, all three of those are resistible rookies, and they are hungry for it right now. So, Very good. All right, now, rodeo is winding down. Mm -hmm. Everything... Lots of things are in question. I know people have been asking. I got off the phone with the team over this morning just before you came down here, Caitlin, mm -hmm. that said, like, hey, is, are they going to have a U.S. finals? We just got off the phone with Connie Gentry, our vice president of roping operations, and all systems are a go mm -hmm. for the U.S. finals. So we're very excited to hear that news. We will see you there. We will see you there. We will get our trips booked. So, um, so that is exciting. There's a bunch of new things going on this mm -hmm. year. First of all, obviously it's in Fort Worth. It's a whole brand new location for the U.S. Finals. Brand new dates, having it in September. That'll still give you time. You know, we, we had originally moved it to April, but now it's going to be in September given the COVID situation, mm -hmm. at least just this year. Something that's important, Ropers, that we are hearing from our bosses, that we are hearing from all the people at the facility, is that anybody that's on foot will be required to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. It is not a USTRC decision. It is not anybody's decision except that those are the COVID guidelines that we're living under. Mm -hmm. So, you know, ropers, you're going to get to rope for a lot of money. There's trucks. There's all kinds of big stuff going on. So if you're on foot, you're in a mask, and that'll be enforced at the facility. But so. if you're roping, if you're on your horse warming up, you mm -hmm. do not need to wear your mask. Just if you were on ground on your own two feet, mm -hmm. Mask, please, everyone. Yeah, we don't want to get kicked out. We don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, everybody just wants everybody just wants everybody to stay healthy and have a great rope. And we want to so. rope. Yes, we want to rope. <laughs> Speaking of the roping, there's going to be an open. It's going to be in the Will Rogers Coliseum. We're so looking forward to that. That's mm -hmm. going to be huge this year. Um, be great to have a nice big open back at the U.S. Finals. You know, we had one last year, but hopefully, bigger new facility, mm -hmm. better things, lots of. Fewer things to do going on in the industry, so it'll be great to have all the open guys there. There will be a truck open. That nine and a half truck open is going to be huge. Seven hundred plus teams. It's going to be fun. Giving a Ram truck away there. The rest of the ropes throughout the week are going to be in the John Justin Arena, um, as well as that covered pen. 
there will be a challenge pen. It's coming back. Um, that was one of the Gentry's um, creations back in their USTRC days. It was so popular. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, with the practice pen challenge that we've been doing um, for the last, the, the association's been doing for the last few months, what a better time now to bring back the challenge pen. Ropers love to gamble their money oh, there. Oh, it's so, so fun. Mm -hmm. Like, back when I used to rope at the U.S. Mm -hmm. Finals in Oklahoma City. I used to enter the challenge pin. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and, and we'll look forward to seeing everybody there. We will have podcasts every night, so if you follow the score, you'll just, you know, stick to your regular, however you follow it. Um, you'll get a notification that we'll have a nightly podcast with the winners, so if you win, look for Caitlin or I, and we will visit with you. Can't wait. Definitely. And lastly, for this episode... I feel like we've been talking for forever, mm -hmm. but we have to know Cesar de la Cruz is back again mm -hmm. on the score August 6th, 2020, just in case if you listen to this yeah. in a different year in the future. In the future. But, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, brought to you by Fastback Ropes. Yes. So this is our second interview with Cesar. In season two, um, I sat down with him in Denver and we talked for a long time and we talked about how he grew up and... Uh, some great, some things about his career, big picture stuff. This time we talk about what's going on in his career now because it's very different. We talk about his family quite a bit. We get really into the weeds and the horse stuff, which is obviously my favorite topic to talk about. I learned so much from this conversation about how his horsemanship's evolving. Uh, we talk bits. For those of you who like bits, we talk um, team roping horsemanship, all kinds of fun stuff. So it's a long one. I think you'll enjoy it, though, because I always enjoy talking to Caesar, and I hope you can tell how much I enjoy it through the way how, how our conversation went. So um, look forward to that. That is coming out on Thursday. Go back and listen to the old episode from Season 2. Get yourself caught up. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for sticking with us to this episode and stay tuned for Thursday and another episode of the short score next week. Yep.